members, he said, it's our associates. Mm -hmm. Because if we don't love them and don't treat them right, you got no prayer of them loving and treating the customer right. So he he was kind of a, uh, and there's been the people down through the, the, the times writing books about it and different yeah. things. We, uh, and I just, yeah, probably read a lot of that early in my early uh, career and just kind of bought into it and said, yeah, that it's logical. It our, makes sense. Our, our purpose statement is uh, the long, the, the longer version is uh, we are here to serve our customers, not just provide service, right? right? Our shorthand of that is serve, not service. And so we have, you know, serve comma, not service printed above our doors from when you're going to the shop into the, showroom or when you're leaving the office into the showroom is kind of reminders. We put it on everything we can. Um, and we stole that from Disney and Chick-fil-A, right? I think they've, they've both of those companies created a, an amazing experience in the Disney has their five keys. If you're ever backstage, what they call you're going on stage in the guest area, uh, they have their five keys there. So we, we really believe in it. A, we try to communicate it B and uh, you know, we're, we're always going to be in the phase of then trying to train it and, and keep, keep it accountable. Um, but I think for us, that's, we always had that, the serve, not service mentality. Mm-hmm. We always went above and beyond just the people he attracts and the way that he trains and inspires. Uh, in the last probably seven, 10 years, maybe, I think we've been working more towards when we shifted from a wheel company that sells tires, tires yeah. to a tire company that sells wheels. We really also shifted our, our brand and imaging because we used to be more racing and you know, uh, male uh, dominated, you know, checkerboard floors and lots of dark colors. And so we, I like to say we're not feminizing the brand, but we demasculined it a little bit. And so we softened it up and, um, uh, and it's some of the most beautiful automotive stores, I think on the planet. Uh, so now that matches, I think the serve, not service mentality and kind of is helping complete the picture of creating an environment that's maybe a little bit different than most people's auto experience. I love all that as it relates back to franchisees and, you know, we, we've all been there that they get to the table Larry, you're like, this person's a good person. Adam, you're like, this person's a good person. And they go off. And then all of a sudden, all of the persona that they showed you in the discovery process has has changed. Like now, now you're meeting the, the devil franchisee uh, when they get out there. Is that one of the hardest parts that, you know, you're trusting as just human beings, forget about being a franchisor, that in order to vet others out, that some, sometimes mistakes can be made and that you have to figure out how to, how do we back end from this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say yes. And we actually just took one back yeah. for the first time ever. Yeah, before, we, uh, we, we approved a new franchisee and within two weeks time after that, we have a whole process. It used to just be gut, which is a little more dangerous from what you're saying. You just don't know. And now there's Especially a committee. Me because I, <laughs> I didn't want to say that. I trust everybody. Yeah. Well, cause you assume everybody's as good of a person as you are. And obviously they're not, but um, you know, so, so we just very quickly, we, uh, we had our, our discovery day. We brought a man, you know, actually we got tonight. We have a dinner tonight with a new candidate tomorrow. Right. We'll have a discovery day. And, uh, then early next week, we'll have a committee process of, do we approve this person concerns, pros, et cetera. Uh, and we approved this person, um, within two weeks, something happened that went against our three core values. And, uh, we had never done this before, uh, but we, we revoked the approval. Um, and so that's how strongly we believe in it. Um, you know, does that answer your question? Yeah, I mean, it's it's even it answers it in a bigger way. I mean, what you're saying is our core values, which many companies have them, but very few of yeah. them live by them. And and look, there's 
there's definitely a luxury. You're not a startup anymore. And Mm -hmm. and I'm sure there's some emerging franchisors that have to go through the pain of just, you know, grin and bear it. But for you to say, look, we have our core values and these are the values that we hold true to our customers, both our consumers and our franchisees. If we let someone in, then we're almost disvaluing those. And that's, 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 a, that's a brave thing to go through because, and uh, Larry, I'm sure it, it probably tugs at you too, because you you want people to be good people and you don't want to hurt their feelings. And, you know, going through that, you have to put feelings aside and say, we have to protect the business. It, yeah, it, it, it's particularly tough for me because I'm, you know, I'm, uh, I'm all about forgiving and moving on and, and that kind of thing. But uh, at, at some point, you, 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 you're right. You, you, you got to put, you've got to put your actions where you, where your mouth is saying you are. And if you believe it and someone shows you, they, they don't, they're not going to be a good teammate. They're Either not believe be. it or you don't. Yep. Yeah. So at some point you just have to put the line in the sand and say, this, live is, this is who we are and this is what we do. Uh, and so, uh, yeah. And, and it's tough, but at the same time, it feels good that we, 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 we believe Committed. in it enough to say, Nope, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do that. Adam, tell me, tell me your story. How do you go from you're in the company and you and you bounce and you're you're you come back? Is it because you needed to go prove that you can do this on your own, or what was the what's what's the story behind that? Uh, so I just look. We got ten minutes left, so I'm yeah. reminding both of us quick yeah, answers. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll give you the quick answer. Uh, no, that had that was zero motivation um, because at the point where we were selling the the company, it was a completely different industry. Um, I had five options on the table and R&R actually wasn't even one of them. And uh, he called me one day and said, hey, you know, I told you that story. And that then it became option number one. And it, and it just so I say that. But on the other hand, it's also living a childhood dream. I used to travel with him to his old his old business, um, which was similar in concept. We're in the payments business. Right. So uh, rent to own, lease to own. We offer affordable, safe uh, tires and wheels uh, with uh, flexible payment options. Right. So that's that's kind of our key spot. His previous business was similar, uh, like mm-hmm. a rent center or an errands type thing with furniture, et cetera. And um, and and again, we get to serve the hardest working people in America, we believe. So we love that because um, it's a win win. But uh, long story short, uh, my wife and I started an agency, a creative agency, consulting and, and design video production at the time, new media, which, you know, is websites. But this was early 2000s um, and uh, had that for about 10 years. And then I merged that with a, uh, a very large agency. And um, uh, that just did that just took off and did really well. We were in the uh, experiential marketing, so we we're inventing technology, but also kind of became um, a production uh, producing kind of company as well because nobody knew how to use technology at events yet. And, uh, and and it just did really well. The Super Bowl runs on it, a large percentage of U.S. events, uh, so it was exciting, and I loved it, loved every minute of it. Uh, but as I said earlier, I wanted to, uh, I loved my family too, and I wanted to keep them, and it just wasn't didn't didn't connect. So I came to a point where I knew that I needed to shift. I thought I'd be in one of the same kind of career categories. And when he called me, it, it, it literally was out of the blue and it was at the perfect time. Um, so I, I didn't do any of that with the motivation for what you said. However, I will say what you said that achieved, meaning uh, I, I didn't, I think, just come in as the owner's son. Okay, guys, now I'm taking over and you got to listen to me because I'm daddy's boy. You know what I mean? And certainly I'll, I've never had and never will have that attitude. But I do think it helped earn some some stripes and respect. And okay, he, he went and made it on his own. And, and that success, I think, has helped um, uh, uh, me to be able to come back and do what we're doing. 
Well, I mean, look, you 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 come back with credibility. You went and right. operated a business, exactly. you exited a business, you grew a business, and so now you're coming back with with a, a different level of credibility versus another, you know, kid that works for dad uh, yeah. that didn't go out there and do that. And and whether whether it was necessary or not, you crafting that story starts propelling this to the next level. Now, yeah. out of out of out of curiosity, because because Larry's vision for where he wants to go with the business is a little bit different because he's already accomplished up to this point in life and career. How do you guys align visions uh, as a collective to say this is where we want to go as a company? Because you you're going to have a, a different level of fuel in the tank to make things happen. Yeah, I, I think um, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I, I think. Our, our our driving unifying vision is that our mission or excuse me our vision uh, of changed lives changing lives and so we look at that um, you know before I came back here I made good money I didn't need to I didn't come back for money that's not my motivation he's already made enough money you know it's not his motivation so we really have a unified vision of the more we build and the more we create the more lives we can change more opportunities all the, the, way the more opportunities all around and that's going to bring a lot of money but we really put most of our money back into the business to develop uh, more opportunities. And so um, I think in that sense, our core vision has changed. And, um, and you know, you haven't gone anywhere. I think you've got a little bit looser schedule, a little less stress, I think, probably, but he's still actively involved in, um, you know, strategy-wise vision. I mean, I, I go to him all the time still. And I did that when I was gone for, you know, 15, 20 years too. I would, he was my greatest advisor, you know, hey, I need help with this, a new concern. Uh, what do you think? And um, so I think we're pretty aligned and we have a good, strong Absolutely. five to 10 year vision. Um, you know, uh, so is, did I miss anything? Well, I thought I was a big dreamer, but uh, <laughs> I, I found out that uh, that Adam actually is, is sees way beyond uh, what, what even I was able to, to get to visual wise. So, we, and I love that. So uh, yeah, we, we, you know, I had a, a a level of, of where I thought that, boy, that would be great. His is way beyond that. And I think that's great because uh, he's got more time left than I do. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've, I've always said this, that brands don't sell brands, people do. Yeah. And yes, there's there's tires and you had a business model, um, which if if I bought if I bought your business, I'm elevating your guys' story front and center here because I think it's mm -hmm. it's phenomenal. It shows family. It shows generational wealth. It shows commitment. It shows core values. Like there's so much in here that your website doesn't give you credit for today. Yeah. But if I'm watching this and I'm a buyer, I'm like, all right, I'm buying into this family because you guys are going to take care of me and you're going to make sure that I got the best fighting chance to build generational wealth for, for my family too. And you guys already built the, the model for that. What else do you want the buyer to know if someone's watching this about the, the opportunity that maybe we haven't covered so far? I'll, I'll say one thing and then hand it over. Um, I think a huge word we, a goal of ours, but also a word we hear a lot when we uh, blind survey our franchisees or when they tell us directly from feedback is support. Our, our main thing, um, you know, in that transition uh, from giving to awarding and no guardrails to guide, you know, and, and proper guardrails, we shifted our focus on growth to really be able to build a support infrastructure uh, to uh, help everybody launch, but also sustain after that. And so I think that's one that's been one of our common greatest goals, but also greatest results that we hear a lot of, you know, I've come from another franchisee, but I never felt supported like this. And, right. you know, we just went to a grand opening last, last weekend. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. And, and somebody told us, like, I've, I've had this franchise and I've never seen 
the support. And this was a talent. We had a, a, an influencer come that told us, I've never seen support like this from corporate office. And and, and actually, they want to now become a franchisee, which is always yeah, good. Uh, we, we leave tomorrow to go to another grand opening. And then so uh, support, I think, would be probably the huge thing. And, and you know, breaking that down would be the infrastructure, uh, not only to react to help the people that we have, our customers, the franchisees, uh, but to be able to be proactive and support them before they even know they need it. And of course, during and, and, and then reactive as necessary. I think the other thing we bring to the table is a, uh, which my understanding <clears throat> is that it's not there in most franchises is that we listen yeah. to, to their ideas. That goes back to your entrepreneurship. I think. Uh, absolutely. I, I mean, the reality is we brought a bunch of talented people in. There's going to be some great ideals out there. We don't want to shut that down by saying no, we want to, I, Some want of to our best I, want, ideas. I want to know what I'm saying no to. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and, and I'll be right up square up. Some of the best ideas yeah. we've put in play has come from franchisees. Yeah. So being open to, to that. Now I've heard some crazy ones. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. And, and to that, you never say no, you say, that's a thought. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a thought. That's, that's a thought. That's yeah. a thought. But there's some that are good and you just go, hey, let's give it a try. That sounds interesting. Yeah. So uh, like leadership, which he's lived his life doing, uh, listening is the number one thing. You oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of leaders like to talk uh, and you got to be good at communicating. But, but listening is the key. Out of curiosity, any, any other family members in the business? Actually, yeah. uh, my oldest daughter is a franchisee uh, with two stores. She's a partner. In, in two stores uh, in Indiana. Yeah. I heard you charge and, her double royalty though. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> let me say a you statement. You can't take advantage Here. of family. Who can you take advantage of? <laughs> <laughs> heard that as a child, by the way. I, I always stuck with me. And he reminded me of that when he invited me to lunch to come back. Just remember, I can't pay you. <laughs> if you can't take advantage of family, who can you take advantage of? Actually, I'm her partner in uh, in those stores. That's and, awesome. Uh, and, and they're doing they're doing well. Yeah, it's been fun to watch. Yeah. Well, I, I want to say this again. Like, I think I, I can see what business you guys are in. I don't think the business category mattered. Like, the reality is you're, you're, you're right. you have a, a culture, a process yeah. uh, that the, the widget ends up being you're in the automotive industry. You could have done you could have done anything. I agree with that. As, yeah. as I sit here, watch this. I mean, I'll, I'll say this. I my I have two two boys. Um I admire this. Like ultimately this, this is where I want to be uh, someday with, with my kids. And I think that's a, that's a really cool thing to, if I could, you know, zoom out and watch this as an outsider, I think it's, 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 it's neat to see this because this is what, what I aspire to as a, as an entrepreneur uh, as well. And frankly, I think a lot of franchise buyers uh, aspire this too, uh, to get to this point too. We, we started pooling franchisees, uh, two years ago and trying to dial into more of their candidate journey and their purpose. And only one answer comes out of this question. Why are you doing this? And it's family. And mm -hmm. the fact that I can sit here and watch this, uh, it's, it's awesome. And it's been a privilege learning your guys' story. And I, I will be, I'll be fan, a fan for you guys forever here watching <laughs> on, on your success. Well, that's, thank, that's, thank you. That's very kind. We, we, we literally have a lot of father, son and father, father, daughters. It's true. As franchisees. So, it, it, yeah. And that's cool to see. We, yeah. we got a lot. I mean, no, we do. It's it's a, it's a lot of fun, yeah. and it's a it's a balance, you know. But yeah. uh, we, we, it's 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 awesome. So, um, and and by the way, we're fans of of what you guys do. Great company. I love the concept, and 
the podcast. Really appreciate you having us on. Uh, yeah, th- this was a pleasure. Our honored, honored. Yeah, let's make this. Uh, let's do this sooner than later. I think there's a lot more that we can talk to. And you guys said you talk. You talk a ton, so you know we're. That's we're Thirty minutes. We kept. Uh, we okay. short, yeah, we short okay. answers. Yeah, yeah. That's first time it's ever happened. For Larry and Adam, I'm Nick. This is another episode of Meet the Zor. Thanks.